Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 19 of In the 11. Today, In the 11, I am giving out secrets. I am giving you the one thing, what's the one key that has allowed me to play at the level that I have so far, and what do I think is going to be kind of the one pillar that's going to allow me to propel and continue to chase this dream that I have and continue to play at higher and higher levels and and hopefully continue to grow this career that I'm trying to at the moment. You know, I haven't necessarily signed that that big time pro contract yet, the the one that I'm really chasing. So it's kind of hard for me to say, you know, what is the one thing that's going to allow me to do it if I haven't done it yet. But I'm going to give you what I think is the secret that's allowed me to play at the level that I have. And what I think is going to be the key to unlocking the future. So without further ado, let's hear my two cents and get into it. Now, obviously that intro is, is too good to be true, right? It, those of you who are listening and, and just heard that, you're probably thinking to yourself one of two things. One, either this dude is a liar and there there isn't just one secret. There isn't just one, you know, secret magic potion that I can take and now I'm a pro footballer. Or you're thinking... If this dude actually thinks that there's only one thing that it takes to get to, to the highest level, then he's just sadly mistaken and doesn't know what he's talking about. And you would probably, I wouldn't say that I'm a liar and that I don't know what I'm talking about, but you'd be right to assume that no, there is not just one thing that is going to allow you to do this. You know, there's there's not just one secret ingredient that you know, if you train this, if you eat this, if you play for this team, if you do a very finite, descript goal or achievement, that that's going to be the key to unlocking your success. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. There's going to be a million little things that have to go right for you to really be able to create the career and the dream that you want to have. But what I what I believe is the one secret kind of is going to encapsulate all of those little factors that are at play, right? All of the things that it takes to become a pro, the training, the dieting, the connections, the networking, you know, the list goes on and on. My one secret, I think, as I said, encapsulates all of those things and kind of and, and rolls them in, into one. So, you know... There, there's a million different variables that come into play here. As I've mentioned in past podcasts, everyone's situation, and we can take this in the context of football or not, but everyone's situation for them chasing a dream, in this case becoming a professional soccer player, is not the same. And really what, what I mean by that is everyone's not starting from the same starting line. Everyone's not starting at the same point, right? If you're a player who lives in... A, affluent area with access to lots of clubs and coaching and training at a high level from a very young age, you're going to have a different, you know, a different track or different race that you're running comparatively to someone like myself or, or someone 
with even less circumstance than me growing up. And, and that's not me saying that I wasn't well off in my soccer career growing up. You know, I had access to high level training and a high caliber. And I just, I don't know, I know that there's so many different variances to that. You know, I never played in an MLS academy or in any academy system at all. So maybe that's something that, you know, takes me just a half a step down comparatively to those players who are, you know, starting that level at the ages of 11, 12, 13, 14. So that's one thing, you know, everyone's starting from a different point. Therefore, there's going to be a number of factors that come into play when it comes to will you then have the end result? Will you have the successful end product that your goal is if that's to become a professional soccer player or play division one college soccer, you know, whatever that is for, excuse me, for you. It may mean that you have to work twice as hard as players who are playing at a higher level or training at a higher level. Uh, it, it may mean that you need to access a different network and use connections in a very different way than someone who grown has grown up in a, a soccer family or a soccer club or neighborhood that is very well connected and they were able to to make their roadmap a lot smoother. You know, that, that's... Uh, that's that's the one thing that I think people don't always quite realize is that everyone's journey to become a professional is kind of like a roadmap. And for some, it's going to be very long. And for others, it's going to be it's going to be quick and, and short and relatively painless. And I say relatively because no one's journey to becoming a pro in this sport is going to be easy. But there's definitely people who have had it easier than others. You know, if you if you look at you pull Google Maps up on your phone and you want to go somewhere, right? There's usually about four to five different ways that you can get to that same place. Sometimes it's without tolls, sometimes it's the fastest route, sometimes it's the least mileage, sometimes it's avoiding traffic. You know, there's just so many different ways to go about it and and for some people it's going to be a lot bumpier, for some people it's going to be smooth. For some people, it's going to be longer. For some people, they'll become a pro at 16, 17. They'll be right into first-team football, and that's just not the case for everyone. So I say this because I, I want to give you you know, what I think is the one thing, but at the same time, I want you to understand there's a lot of different variables and a lot of different factors that come into play when it comes to you pursuing your dream. So you know, don't get discouraged by other people's stories. If anything, I started this podcast to try and show you that someone like me who doesn't have much of a CV or resume to hang my hat on can still do something like this. And and I hope to show other players out there that with a little bit of grit, with a little bit of determination and kind of thinking outside the box, maybe you're able to do something along the lines of myself. And if, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not a soccer player, same thing applies to you. With a little bit of a grit and a little bit of determination, I think you can do something that's unorthodox. You can do something that's outside of the box and chase a dream, you know, become an entrepreneur, become the thing that you want to be. It's just going to take a little bit something extra, right? I just touched on kind of a couple things there. You know, like I said, nothing's easy. Nothing's going to be handed out to you. And it's going to take hard work and dedication. But at the end of the day, here's what I think it boils down to. I think it boils down to one thing. And that one thing or that one word that I would use to describe 
how you can become a pro is sacrifice. So I think sacrifice encompasses everything that I've already talked about up until this point in the podcast. In order for you to work incredibly hard, that takes a level of sacrifice, whether it be you know your time or actually the physical exertion on your body. For you to be dedicated and for you to be determined, that takes sacrifice as well. It takes you kind of giving up things in your life or in your day or you know it, it sacrifices your comfort level in order to push yourself and, and stay disciplined and determined and, and focused on a goal. So our one word is sacrifice, right? And let me explain that a little bit further. Let me go into a little bit more depth on that. And I'll try and do this as well by giving you some examples of times in, in my life and times in my career where I've had to sacrifice something in order to continue to pursue this dream, continue to play college soccer for me, and now go on into the semi-professional and the professional world. First and foremost, I think any athlete is going to tell you this, is that you're going to have to sacrifice your body to a certain extent. The strain and the physical capacity that you're going to have to endure if you're trying to become one of the elite of the elite athletes in the world is not is not the same as someone who uh you know and it's not the same as someone who just goes about their normal weekly routine heads to the gym a couple times a week does a little bit of cardio here and there stays in relatively decent shape as as a professional athlete even as a high level collegiate athlete you can't be in relatively decent shape decent shape doesn't cut it you know, decent shape at the collegiate level means you're on the bench and decent shape at the pro level means you're not signing contracts, you're not playing for teams. Because the reality is that everyone is in phenomenal shape. That's that's the standard. That's kind of level one, that's ground level. If you come in and you're not fit and sharp and 100%, there's no time for that because... You just have to be at such a higher level than everyone else and, and what's being asked of you and what's being required of you as you climb the ladder is going to become more taxing and more strenuous. So, you know, you're going to experience you're going to experience just uh, the best way to put it, I guess is just pain and suffering in your training, in your workouts, in your fitness levels, and you're going to also experience it maybe in the form of pain or injuries or you know knocks here and there when you're actually playing the game. There, I've never met a single player in my whole life who has never experienced some sort of injury or some sort of little kind of pestering pain that they have when they play. You know, you can even ask players at the highest level, there's rarely a time when anyone's ever going out onto the pitch and they're like, I feel 100%. You know, nothing's hurting me, nothing's ailing me. And I feel like a million bucks. That's just the reality of the game that you have to kind of sacrifice your body a little bit to chase this dream and, and be in this pursuit of elite athleticism and um, and perfection. You know, we're, we're never really going to become perfect athletes, but that's what we're all striving for. And that takes a level of commitment and a level of sacrifice that you don't get if you're just a normal 
sort of exercise enthusiast, so to speak. So that's one thing. I have, I think, like seven things listed here as, as my sacrifices. And this is really in no particular order because I think all of them, I, I don't put them in an order because everyone's values and priorities are different, right? I talked about this on the last episode with James of Bistera. Everyone values a certain thing and, and has a perspective that leads them in one direction or the other. Meaning, right, for, for some people, financial stability and security might mean a lot more to them than someone else. And for some, a thriving social life where they get to go out with friends and, and have those experiences all the time might mean a lot more. Someone else might want to travel more. Someone else might be more introverted and like to stay home more like and, and enjoy spending time with their family. Everyone's a different person and and really, I, you know, as I kind of go through these sacrifices that I believe are the ones that need to be made in order to pursue this dream, you know, if you're kind of sizing this up as a potential career pursuit and, and you're debating it or you're just trying to get more insight onto what it's like chasing a professional soccer contract, I think look at some of these concepts that I'm laying out here and some of these things that need to be sacrificed and think to yourself kind of, you know, Am I willing to do those? Or then too, if you're in a position where you're where you're listening, you're like, okay, now I understand why I didn't chase, continue to chase soccer, or why I'm not chasing soccer right now because I, you know, I don't want to give up some of those things, and that's okay. That's again, that's what I've talked about with James. Is it is okay for you to value something more than someone else and kind of uh, dictate some of your decisions around uh, certain values and morals that you have. What I'm just trying to promote here on this podcast, what I'm all about is find what makes you happy, find the values that you put at a higher level than others, and make your culture, make your life, make the, the space and environment around you predicated upon those things being a priority, right? And Basically, just what I mean is, you know, for you, if it's important for you to have time with your family, then don't work a job where you're working 80, 85 hours a week. If it's important for you to be in a career where you're challenged and you're your own boss and you are passionate about what you do every day, then make sure that you're committing the time and energy into doing that. What I am just saying is go after what you want, go after what you value, and don't let the opinions of others dictate what you're going to do, right? Don't let someone else telling you, oh, well, I make this much money and you thinking in your head, oh crap, well, I don't make as much money as him. So that's, that would, is not what it should be about. If you really care about how much money you make and you want to make more money, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that's the best way to go about things. But once again, like I just said, who am I to say? I, I'm no one to you know, impart my values and my beliefs upon you. And if you, if your goal is, I want to make the most money I freaking can, you know, go for it by all means pursue that. So in any of these, what it's going to take is for you to sacrifice something in order to kind of pursue something else. When I talk about this, that I'm sacrificing 
I look at it as, yeah, it might be a lot to sacrifice, but for me, the thought and the, and the chance that I'm going to be able to play professional soccer and play in stadiums packed with thousands of people and do what I love day in and day out, that outweighs everything for me. That outweighs the you know, the pain that I'm going to put my body through and all these other things that I'm, that I'm going to discuss today. So number two. So as we continue on here, what are you going to have to sacrifice if you want to pursue this dream? You're going to have to sacrifice your money. You're going to have to, especially in the beginning, you're going to have to be able to kind of pay your own way and be willing to spend money when needed to pursue opportunities. That's in the form of flights, uh, accommodations, food, sometimes trials, if that's what's needed to be done. But there isn't a way really for you to do this in the beginning where you're going to have everything paid for for you and you're going to have the red carpet rolled out for you. It's going to really have to be, you know, you're going to have to be a journeyman about it and, and make the, the roadmap for yourself. You know, I talked about how every footballer has a roadmap. Well, for some that are, are really starting from the bottom, it's you have to make your own. You There's roads sometimes that haven't even been made yet and, and you're having to do that. And that's going to take a level of money that you need to be comfortable with with making, first of all. So you need to go out and find a way to make the money to be able to fund all these ventures. So that's kind of part of it is how are you going to have an income source for yourself? But then also too, it's are you willing to spend the money on those types of things. Are you willing to spend the money on flights and accommodations and and travel for yourself? And then some of the things that are also required, you know, gym memberships and being able to train and boots for yourself and gear and equipment, like those types of things. Are you able to make those investments in yourself? And are you also able to not spend money on, you know, a $500 PS5 or you're buying shoes every weekend or you need a new fancy car or those types of things. That's the sacrifice that you have to make as well is there's a financial lifestyle that you have to kind of give up. You're not going to have a nine to five job early on where you're going to have steady high income coming in and benefits and all these types of things that allow you to live a, a little bit more of a comfortable life. And are you okay with that? Are you willing to sacrifice that financial lifestyle for this one. In addition to that, you're going to have to sacrifice your time and your free time. And this is something that I would say is applicable at all levels. So if you're even a younger player listening to this, you know, if you're playing club soccer or you're playing high school soccer or anything like that, this is something that you're going to need to think about too. Are you willing to sacrifice some of your time when you're not in school or when you're not in training to go out and train on your own and work out on your own and do those types of things? Are you able to kind of step away maybe from friends and video games and watching TV and things like that and spend your free time in a productive way that's going to put you a little bit above your opponent or your teammates? Those are the types of sacrifices that you have to make in order to get to the next level, in order to push yourself and push your game to a little bit higher level is can you sacrifice a little bit of those luxuries? Can you sacrifice a little bit of free time? 
So in the same kind of token with that is your social life. I think you're going to have to sacrifice a social life a little bit. And I hesitate on this one a little bit because I don't want to give the idea, especially to young people out there, that you just have to be, you know, you have to kind of uh, isolate yourself and you have to lock everybody out and keep your circle small and never spend time with friends. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that there are going to be times where your friends are going to want to go out and do things and you're going to have to make the sacrifice of saying, you know, no, I have a match tomorrow. I need to make sure that I'm rested or I now I have to go to a training session or I have to do this, that or the other thing. Uh, I can't tell you the number of things socially that I've missed out on in my life. And, and that's both with my friends and also with my family because I have been playing, training, overseas, trialing, traveling, like whatever it is, you know, countless parties and visiting friends and all those types of things. It 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 is hard for sure. It's hard to see, you know, when your friend gets a new apartment in New York City and everybody goes and visits the new apartment and sees them and they spend the weekend there and, and you're halfway across the world, that's tough sometimes, you know, because you want to feel that, you want to feel that, that kind of camaraderie and that friendship with the people that you grew up with or the people that you're friends with. And, but again, like I said, it's not something that I would trade for what I get to do and what I'm trying to do. You know, I I have always said this to people before and and it might sound a little bit crazy but I remember you know in terms of going out and partying and drinking and stuff like that this was a couple years ago I kind of just realized this I I said you know if I had to if you said to me I had to give up drinking alcohol for you know the next 10 to 15 years or whatever you know I can never touch a sip of alcohol but it meant that I got to play professional soccer for the next 10 15 years that's that's not even a debate for me I would sign that. I would sign that <laughs> magical, mystical contract that the genie wrote for me so quickly, because that's to me that's a no-brainer. And again, that's not a no-brainer for everybody. A lot of people love to go out and they love to have drinks with their friends, and and that's just something that's a part of their life, and they don't want to give it up. But for me. I could give it up in a heartbeat and and be really happy because I, I would get to pursue my dream and get to live my dream every day. So that's what I mean when I say, you know, you kind of have to maybe give up your social life a little bit and make that sacrifice sometimes when it's necessary. Make sure that you're also taking care of yourself on a holistic level. And like I said, you're not isolating yourself because you're going to need support. You're going to need the support of family and friends when you're when you're going and you're pursuing this dream. And so with that being said, let's take a quick break as we're on the topic of dreams. I want to bring up, we are in, still workshopping a name for this kind of segment of the podcast. We, about a week or two ago, 
I let all of you guys know as the podcast listeners, if you follow the Instagram page and follow some of the social media, that we are doing the Tell Us About Your Dreams segment of the podcast. So like I always say, this podcast is something that I created to give you an insight into my life as a professional or aspiring professional. And I hope that I can you know, provide a lot of insight in terms of the footballing world and the soccer world, but also just kind of give a broader audience what it's like to chase a dream and, and do something outside of the box. So I love hearing about other people's dreams and I, I love hearing feedback from people that they kind of say, you know, a lot of my audience is soccer fans and people that I've played with and, and people that are interested in the game, but there's also a lot of people who aren't and they say it's it's cool that I can sometimes give some motivation in terms of whatever your dream may be. Like I said, if your dream is to be an entrepreneur, run your own business, start a clothing brand, start anything that's not your traditional nine to five, I think that this place, this platform is a home for you and this can be some content that you can engage in and so I started the tell us about your dream about a week or two ago like I said and we've gotten a couple responses so far so part of what I wanted to do was read some of your guys's dreams here on the podcast so if you want to get involved on this go to Go to the description of this podcast right now. Click on the link tree. It'll be the first one that will have the button that says tell us about your dream. It'll bring you to a form where it'll ask you a little bit about yourself, what your dream is, and kind of what you're doing to get there. And while you're there, if you could also subscribe to the podcasts, rate the podcast, review that, all that good stuff. But first up, week one, we have Nick Gonzalez sent us his dream. And he said, the dream he's chasing right now is to be the best soccer player I can be and hopefully support my family financially, which is awesome because that's, you know, Nick, you're in the right place, my friend, because that is what this podcast is all about. And and that's kind of the community that we've created here. So I ask, what does it take to pursue your dream? What sacrifices have you made? Or hardships and obstacles are you facing as you try and pursue it? And Nick wrote, hard work and dedication. I'm only 13, but I know this is what I want to be and will be. I'm not really a party type of guy, but the parties I've gotten invited to, I didn't go because of soccer. I think the hardship for me is moving to the next level. Perfect answer and perfect dream segment for this episode that we're doing. And... You know, I'll kind of talk a little bit to Nick and give him some of my advice and to also the audience at large. You know, Nick, I think that you're on the right track when you, you know, you just kind of touched upon what I, what I said right before I came into the break. And, you know, you say you're not really a party type of guy and some of the parties you've gotten invited to, you didn't go because of soccer. And I get that, man. I've, I've been there and it's not always the most fun thing. You know, you see your friends having a great time and, you want to be a part of that, like I said. But I think what I want you to focus on and and what I wish I had focused on when I was younger is understand how, how perception kind of changes as you get older, right? You're only 13 now and you're very young. And the cool thing is, is, is who's in the in crowd and who's hanging out with friends and who is, 
you know, who's invited to all the parties. But as you kind of get older, you start to realize that the guys who go on to play Division One or go on to sign pro contracts or, or do incredible things in their sport, those are sort of the ones that everyone then starts to look at and is very intrigued and impressed by them. And everyone's like, wow, how did you, how did you do it? And then you start to find out, oh, well, that player who signed D1 or that player who went on to play professionally, they didn't go to too many of those parties when they were younger. Let's take a break to talk about support for the In the 11 podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 11 at manscaped.com. Now, if my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Now, listen, here's the deal, gentlemen. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and it is a game changer. Now, I know we got a lot of ballers out here, right? We got a lot of coaches out here. A lot of you, I know in your sessions, in your games, you're constantly saying, you got to take care of the ball, but you're not taking care of your own. It's crazy. It's it's wild, and we got to change that here, and Manscaped's going to help you do that. So, First off, we've got the Lawnmower 4.0, and it is the future of men's below-the-waist grooming. And that is because of their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof. It has a 400K LED spotlight, so no more going blind in the bathroom, getting hair all over the floor, right? Pop in the shower. You've got the light as well. Easy, and you're done. On to the next one. Now, same goes for that Weed Whacker, the Manscaped Weed Whacker for your ear and nose hair trimming necessities. You've got the proprietary skin safe technology, which is going to help reduce with nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate, sensitive areas. Now, last but not least, we can't forget about the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. A lot of you guys, I know you've got a routine with your recovery, right? You've got pregame rituals, you've got postgame rituals, a recovery routine that you do after, right? Hop in an ice bath, whatever it is, you have to add your below the waist care to that. You've got to take care of your balls, gentlemen. You don't want to be playing 90 minutes and then you come in and you're sweaty and disgusting and you're not taking care of yourself. You got, you got to do it. And Manscaped, like I said, is here to help you in that department. And who knows, maybe that special someone that's in your life coming to the game, watching you play, you know, you play a good 90 minutes, maybe you bag a goal, I don't know. You want to be ready, you want to be prepared, you don't want to be in a situation where you are left without Manscaped. Now, just because Manscaped is hooking you up and they want to take care of you, the Performance Package 4.0 has a couple of goodies thrown in there. They've got the Manscaped Boxer Briefs and they threw in a little carry-on bag just to travel with all of your Manscaped products, whether you're going for an away game, right? It's a road trip, you're in a plane, whatever. Chuck all your Manscaped products in there. You don't have to think about it. You can forget about it and make sure that you're still taken care of. So it is time, gentlemen, because your balls will thank you. It is time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off with free shipping using the code 11. That's 20% off with free shipping using the code 11 E-L-E-V-E-N at manscaped.com. That is 20 whole percent off of your order. 20% off your order with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code 11. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. They 
were usually out doing extra training or they were usually out working out on their own and maybe every once in a while they stopped into the party, but that wasn't really where you saw them a whole heck of a lot. And I'm not saying that you, you know, should uh, continue to push to be the best soccer player that you can be just so that you can impress everyone around you. That's that's not what I'm saying, but I just want you to remember that, that that's an important thing to hold true is that the hard work and the dedication that you put in now is going to allow you to pay those dividends later on. It's going to allow you to to be the player that you want to be and open up the doors for you, as you say, to get to the next level. I think the other thing that I love about your story is that you have a really good why. And what I mean is the reason why you want to become the best soccer player you can be is not just for you. It's not just a selfish reason, but it's also to support your family financially. And I think that's incredible. And it's something that I 100% want to do as well. I want to get to a point where, you know, I've told people before, I would love to get to a point where, and I know it's sometimes a bit of a, a lofty dream, but I would love to get to the point where I can, you know, call my mom and say, hey, you don't have to work anymore. That's, that would be a dream for me. And it sounds like, Nick, that that's kind of something that is a motivation for you. And so I, I'll i be rooting for you. I hope I can follow along on your story. And I think just you, you are already in such a better headspace than I was when I was so young because you already know what you want and you know your mind is set on this goal. And that's a, a really powerful thing. Don't ever let anyone tell you that it's not an amazing thing even at such a young age know exactly what you want to do and and if you're willing to put in the hard work and the dedication like you say and you're willing to make some sacrifices a little bit and push yourself I don't see why it can't happen for you or for anyone out there that's listening so Nick thank you my man for being a part of this new segment that we're doing on the show and I wish you all the best for anyone who listened and wants to be a part, head over to the link, tell us about your dream, drop me a little note, and you can have it read on the podcast, just like Nick. So let's hop back into it. Where were we? Talking about some of the things that we need to sacrifice, right? What's the one secret to become a professional? It's sacrifice. It's, you know, can you sacrifice your body a little bit can you sacrifice your money can you sacrifice your time and and uh your social life and the other thing that you will need to sacrifice a little bit it, it kind of ties into the money as well is there's a certain way of life or standard of living that you may be accustomed to growing up here in in a comfortable place. You know, you've, you've grown up in your home your whole life and then maybe you go to college and it's still a very sheltered and safe environment for yourself. And when you step out on your own and you try and chase this professional dream, it's going to maybe put you a little bit farther outside of your comfort zone than you've ever been. It's not going to be like going to college, especially if you're a type of player like me who had to go overseas and maybe live in somewhere a little bit not perfect 
those types of things are going to be asked of you if you are trying to start your career from nothing. You're going to be maybe living in an apartment that isn't perfect. Or, you know, it might be small and you might be sharing it with three, four, five other players. You might have to stay in an Airbnb where you're, uh, you know, you have a bedroom in an apartment or a bedroom in a house, but it's someone else lives there that you don't know. Those are the types of sacrifices in terms of a way of life that you may have to make in order to pursue this. And the other thing I mean by that is kind of, like I said, especially in the beginning, unless you're very lucky and you're blessed and you're incredibly talented, you might not be able to drive all the same cars that your friends are and have the same clothes and have all the same vacations and toys and and goodies and everything that everyone kind of gets at your age. Your your kind of steps are going to be different than everyone else's, if that makes sense. So, you know, the, the normal path for many people, specifically in the United States, is go to high school, go to college, get the degree, get the job, work for a number of years, buy the house, all that, all that good stuff. And for you, it, it probably won't look like that because even if you're playing in the United States, most likely you'll, you might get bounced around from team to team and you might have to move locations. And, and that's another thing as well that you have to kind of become accustomed to a different way of life. Are you prepared to live out of your suitcase? You know, you might be with a team for five months and then you get loaned out and then you have to move. And you might then finish out the season and then you might ha- not have a contract offered to you for the next season. Now you have to completely go out and find a new team and a new league and a new country. You know, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty and a lot of instability in your life and you kind of have to become okay with that. So there's this standard that is maybe laid out for you by other friends or family that you see and you're not really going to have that. You're not going to have that ability to know exactly what your next nine or 10 months are going to look like. And, and and it become tough at times. And it's a really hard thing, especially when people are always asking you, oh, well, where are you going to go? Where are you going to be? And it's kind of, you can never really give people a definite answer. Right now, when people ask me, I tell them what I think is going to happen. I tell them kind of where I'm at, but I know how quickly opportunities can dwindle and fade into nothing. So I don't, I'm not set on anything. That's why I try and explore as many avenues as I can. So if one opportunity fails, then I'm on to the next one. If that one fails, then I'm on to the next one. And, and that's very different than someone who goes to work Monday through Friday every day. You know, they're not going into work every single day thinking, okay, if I get fired today or if this job doesn't work out, then here's where I'll go next. And then if that doesn't work out, here's where I'll go next. It's, it's just such a different mindset that you have to get accustomed to. And it's, just, you know, it's a sacrifice. Can you sacrifice a little bit of stability for all the good things that come with, you know, being a professional? And along, along the same lines of that kind of way of life, standard of living thing, and I touched on this with the social life, component another thing that you're going to have to sacrifice is 
time with your family and time with your friends. And I, and what I mean more specifically is I, I really want everyone to go back and listen to the Khadiv episode because there's something really powerful that he said in there that I feel as if I probably brushed across too quickly, but needs to be brought to light is he said that he hasn't seen his family in two years. Hasn't seen mom, dad, sister, you know, hasn't been home for a Christmas, hasn't been home for a Thanksgiving for two years. So that's something that you have to not necessarily enjoy or love or or pursue that. You know, I'm sure if Khadib had had the opportunity to come home and see his family, he would have. But the reality is, is that you might not get that chance and you have to be okay with that. You have to be willing to, if you need to go on a trial from December 26th to January 10th and it's in Sweden, you're, I don't think you're going to be able to spend Christmas time with your family. And again, it's, it's a thing that is, it's really hard. It's really difficult. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh yeah, that's an easy thing for me to just say, oh, bye, see ya to my family. But I want, I want this so bad. I do. And it's, uh, it's like, it's like hard to even talk about sometimes because it's like, like, like I said, I don't, you know, I don't relish the fact that in 2019, I, I, spent Thanksgiving away from my family and I was, you know, living in a tiny room in Germany. And luckily I, I got really lucky in that I was able to have a, a family that was American that I, I knew from an old college teammate. And I was able to kind of do a little Thanksgiving dinner with them. But a lot of the guys that were on my team that were American didn't have that and just kind of had to experience it alone or with each other. And I remember that was a really hard day around the club because everyone knew what was going on back at home and that all of their family was together and and they just kind of knew they knew what atmosphere was at home and that they weren't a part of it and it was it was sad it was a it was a tough day like I said for everybody and and no one was just ecstatic and through the moon that day that we were overseas playing soccer. But we all understood that it was going to take this in order to... It was going to take me giving up family Thanksgiving and, and being away from them in order to to get there. In order to give myself a chance to to sign a professional contract and sign a sign to a new team. Cause you know, if you think about me, when I signed with the team that I wound up signing with, it was after Thanksgiving. I went and trialed with that team in December. So if I had gone home for Thanksgiving, I never would have had that trial. I never would have had that opportunity. And, and who knows where it would have been. Obviously it didn't pan out because of COVID, but you know, in an alternate universe where we don't have COVID, then that opportunity would have been gone had I gone home for Thanksgiving. And 
so that's just kind of a type of thing that you have to also be willing to live with and be willing to accept is can you can you miss can you miss some holidays you know can you miss easter with your family or thanksgiving or for some christmas and birthdays and graduations and weddings and every other little milestone in between you're gonna have to miss a lot of them and I don't want to sound doom and gloom when I say this but it just you're gonna have to be able to kind of separate yourself a little bit from that and and it just means when you're home and you're able to see everyone and you're able to have those moments you have to make the most of them and cherish every second of it because you know how much of a sacrifice it is to go back overseas or, or go back across the country and and dedicate yourself to this game and devote yourself for the nine, 10 month contract that you're on to becoming the best footballer that you can be and, and helping your team do everything that it can. With that too, it might also mean that you are going to have to put a life a little bit on hold or, or make some compromises or, or something. If you know, if you have a significant other that you're trying to build a life with and you know it's hard it's hard to tell you know if you're trying to become professional and you tell your girlfriend every nine months that you're gonna have to move to a different country that's hard for another person to just accept that and have that be their life if you have someone who's willing to do that for you then that's amazing and that's going to be such a such an added advantage for you compared to many but a lot of us a lot of us do this on our own and a lot of us this is a a lonely pursuit and you know for me I haven't really had the opportunity to foster a relationship that's super meaningful because you know I've been to a bunch of different schools and I was transferring all the time and I you know now I've I'm starting to, to hop across countries and it's hard to to just say to someone, oh yeah, I'm going to be in Germany and then I might be living here and then I might be living there. Once again, you know, there's no stability to that. There's no certainty to that and not everyone really likes that. And again, too, you know, I think about me, if if I have a girlfriend who says to me that they want to move here, there, and everywhere, and it's not necessarily somewhere that aligns with somewhere where I can play football, then that's a hard compromise for me to make. Um, so that's just something that I, I kind of wanted to bring up too, because this isn't a this isn't a life and <laughs> romance podcast, but you know, it's just it's something that you have to also consider that your life is just going to look different. And that's just the simplest way to put it. Your life is going to look different than the average ordinary person. And you got to be okay with that. You got to become okay with being an anomaly and kind of live in that, in that space. And so the last thing that I'll talk about that you're going to have to sacrifice, which is sometimes a little bit of a tough topic to talk about. But if you remember back to the very beginning of this, I, I, of this podcast, I always wanted to say how this podcast was meant to 
do a lot of things, but one of them was sort of shine a light on the difficulties, the hardships, and the reality of the behind the curtain of what it's like to be a pro. And a lot of that comes down to mentally what kind of toll this profession takes on athletes, what is their mental health like, how do they deal with depression, deal with anxiety, deal with a slew of different issues that many players face and whether or not they really know it or not, they face it. And, you know, every player has experienced some sort of stress, whether it be trying to find a team to play for, whether it be nervousness and and, uh, stress or anxiety during training or during a match or before a match. Every player, like I said, every player has experienced that in some form and it's not just something that every player who goes into a game, you know, like I, just like I said with the body, every player that goes into a game most likely is dealing with some sort of ailment or knock or little injury that may be bothering them. And the same thing can go with what's going on with them mentally. You know, there's so much that happens to a player that is going to affect the way that they play on the field. And a lot of that can have to do with what actually goes on on the field and how they you know, can recover from mistakes and deal with the pressures of coaches or with criticism from teammates. Like a lot of that is such a, such a key role in how mentally you can remain strong and focused within the game. But everything that we just talked about that happens off the field is also a, a factor into how you're going to perform on the field. You know, I'll give you the example of what I just said when I was in Germany. I bet you if we had played on that Thanksgiving day, which I'm pretty sure we didn't, and I bet you we all probably would have played pretty poorly on that day because that is a day where we were all a little bit down and we were all really missing something that was an important part of our lives for so long and we just didn't feel 100% ourselves. And so now, you know, think about those players that you're watching on TV all the time, especially those young players who maybe are living thousands of miles away from everything that they've known, their home, their family, their friends. And then they have a bad game and and you just watch them and you think, oh, they're terrible. Oh, why can't they get it together? Well, there's so much that's also going on because that's a person as well. That's a another human that's trying to do the best that they can and it's not always easy so i i just want to bring that up because i just again i don't want this podcast to seem like a doom and gloom episode i i love what i get to do every day and i love that i have the opportunity to maybe play this game at an even higher level and continue to chase it like I, i just love that rush that adrenaline of training to become my best and then and then reaping those rewards by being able to play but you will have some sort of struggle with your mental health when you pursue this and i can say it firsthand you know that i've dealt with a multitude of different things and some of it's related to on the field stuff some of it's not it also took a lot for me to 
get to a point where I really addressed it and where I really started facing it more and working on it. And it's also just something that we're all going to have to as we pursue this dream. And really, like I said, it's it's with any dream. It's It's going to be tough for anyone who's trying to do something that that isn't the standard, that isn't the norm, because they're, they're going to be met with a lot of pushback in multiple different facets. And, and not everyone at the start is able and equipped to handle that. And I wasn't always equipped to handle that, and, and I'm still working on it now. And so that, that's a sacrifice that you're going to have to make. You know, it, it may be harsh to say you're going to have to sacrifice your mental health, you're going to have to sacrifice your happiness, because you're you're not you're not gonna have to sacrifice your happiness. This is this is your dream. This is what you love. But understand, there's gonna be a crazy roller coaster of emotions with it. There's gonna be some some intense low points, and and maybe there's other career paths that would give you more of a more of a median, more of a again a smoother road where you wouldn't experience such drastic crashes where you're down so low and you, and you don't know how you're going to get back up. Again, it's it, it's it's just sacrifice, man. It's just what it all comes down to is what are you willing to give up to achieve this dream? Because what I believe that's going to allow me to be successful is that I'm I'm willing to give up more than the guy next to me who may be just as talented or a little bit more talented. I'm willing I'm willing to give up seeing my family on Thanksgiving. I'm willing to put my life on hold. I'm willing to spend my money. I'm willing to move across the country to a country or across the world to a country that I've never been to that I don't speak the language and trial with a team that they don't know anything about me. I'm willing to put myself out there and make all those sacrifices to try and get this dream. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Like I said, I I want this so bad. I want this more than anything else in the world. So yeah, there's, there's few things that you can tell me that I won't say... Ah no, I won't go that far. I, I, I'm willing to do what it takes, and, and just that's, that's what this episode is. Is are you willing to do what it takes? And what it takes is going to be sacrificing some things. So just something to think about, food for thought. Because I really, like I said, I think it's the secret. I think it's the one thing that's going to allow me to be successful. I think it's the one thing that's going to allow all of you out there to be successful in whatever it is your pursuit is. Again, I'll wrap it up by just saying I, I don't mean to, to get dark or cynical on anyone and, and maybe we'll try and end it on a lighter note, but I'm just passionate. I'm just passionate about this. Like I, like I say on each episode, I'm passionate about trying to get somewhere and trying to, to do something with this dream. And, and I hope that all of you out there are too and you can, uh, if nothing else, appreciate how bad I want to do this. So I think that I think that about covers it for 
for What's the Secret? And if you've gotten this far in the episode, then drop me an email or drop me a DM on Instagram or wherever. Let me know if you think there's a different secret. If you think I'm wrong and the secret's actually this. Let me know. So, once again, a couple quick things to touch upon here. If you are not subscribed to the show, please do that wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. If you watch it on YouTube, then subscribe to us there. Leave a comment, leave a like. If you want to be involved in the dreams segment, the tell us about your dream, that link is posted in my Instagram bio. It's also posted in the show notes for here, in the description, wherever. Click on that button, takes you to the link, and there you can click tell us about your dream and have it read on the show. Additionally, send us an email in the11pod at gmail.com. Follow us on the Instagram in the11pod. We're on TikTok now for all you youngins and millennials and up. I don't discriminate. We're on TikTok. We've got a lot of the same kind of clips as Instagram. Still trying to learn TikTok. TikTok is a different beast, but I'm trying. Trying new things, trying to grow, trying to trying to make this brand into something cool. So follow us over on there on TikTok in the 11 pod. And that is it. That is all that I have for you. I appreciate the love so much. The podcast is growing exponentially. And I hope it continues to. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody you know about the podcast and get them to hop on and listen because hopefully this can kind of be uh, you know something special and, and we can really create something a community that's that is uh, an amazing an amazing thing. So thank you so much to all of you who have listened and continue to listen and I will see you all again for our next episode.